16 minutes after 4 o'clock, why are you up this morning? Let's have the conversation. And the question we're asking this morning is, what is the right age to tell a child that they are adopted? Mamanese Matule is a transformational life coach and businesswoman, and she's also the founder of the Makoti and Mamazala retreat camps. And this has also given birth to other family camps, such as the mother and daughter camp, the father and daughter camp, the mother and son camp, as well as the father and a son camp. Mama Nessie, always a pleasure to be with you. Good morning. Morning, Tanya. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for being with us. I always love chatting to you because you enlightened me so much about parenting and parenthood because I'm not a parent myself just yet. So there's still a lot I need to learn. No, welcome back. I'm very glad that you're back. Thank you so much for being with us. Today we're talking about a very sensitive subject of adoption because when a child grows up, you know, they, they usually have no idea that they are adopted. They are part and parcel of the family. They're one of the children. And then one day the parents have to break it to them that we love you. We, you are one of us, but we did not give birth to you. You do have other parents who we may or may not know, you know. So let's just maybe talk about the psyche of adoption to a young child before we even get into how to break it to them. Mm. You know, I'd like to also greet your beautiful listeners this morning. As you said, this is a very sensitive sensitive um, conversation or topic in its own. So introducing adoption in the vocabulary as soon as possible is very important. Now, this should happen from a very young, tender stage, anything between two upwards. Um, You need to start introducing the vocabulary adoption, and you need to start maybe finding movies that have positivity or maybe create your own characters that could relate and make sense to the knight and the queen and adoption that your child would always relate to without being um, feeling as if it is something that is unique or out of this world, but something that is part of their life because they were introduced to from a very young age and they will understand the word adoption in its entirety. Mm. And in terms of the language, you talk about parents using a certain uh, type of language. What should the parents um, be saying to the to the child? We love you. Um, you know, should they say, well, you're from an orphanage? How detailed should the parents get? The, the, the first things are the parents need to firstly deal with the anxiety and the stress that this breaking of 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 what this or what the whole process has been to a child is going to bring upon themselves now they need to be very positive and sensitive and patient whenever they are dealing with this issue and whatever way that they break this to the child will always have an impact in their lives so it's it's very important to break it in a very sensitive even if it's in bits and pieces, but it must be done in, a, in the most sensitive, crucial way. You need to understand the child that you're dealing with so that when you break this to them, they are at a place of comfort. They're at a place where they, they, they feel very loved. They're at a place where they feel that they are now and then reassured 
of their existence and that they did not happen to be part of the family by accident or just because they are part they were part of an orphanage or that their parents couldn't take care of them. So you must always be positive when you even tell them about the whole process. Even if their circumstances were negative, be very positive about how you tell them. Like ignore by all means how negatively they were left or how they couldn't be taken care of or whatever. Be positive about where they come from. It is it is so important that you be positive because for as long as you are positive, they will feel that adoption is part of them and their adoption without being a burden. That is very true. And also when it comes to issues of dealing with, you know, the identity which you touched on, you know, I, I suppose that's the biggest one that any parent needs to, to deal with because quite naturally a child will then ask, if I'm not of this family naturally, who are my parents? Where do I come from? Very true. This is where also a parent needs to understand that there will be a lot of questions that are going to be triggered, triggered by the process. Therefore, they need not at any point feel offended or feel tired to explain. They need to understand the culture and the background of, of where the child comes from so that they are able to relate and tell them with ease and comfort so that the child can also receive the same and not feel as if every time I touch this, particular um, subject, it is so uncomfortable and mama or papa get into a certain shell. So they need to, they need to embrace it. They need to embrace the, the child's culture as well as bringing it together to their culture and sort of make it fun so that the child feels like I was truly needed and wanted as part of this family. I wasn't just adopted because of there was no other way out for me. So they also need to, to, to make it part of their everyday lives. And just like you're telling a story, mm. make it part of your everyday story. And always tell them about your excitement when you, when you receive the news or the approval of the adoption. That way they will always understand their importance. Make sure that whatever the, 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 the circumstance or the outcome of how you approach the matter, you always highlight your excitement about doing the adoption or receiving the approval of the adoption. Let's talk about the other siblings in the house. Let's say this family has, you know, siblings or has children and has decided to adopt, you know, another child or may have adopted and then had children. But, you know, there are those that are saying, you know, we are truly of this family and you are not. How then do you also sensitize the other children so that it doesn't become an us and them type of situation? This is where you need to always have a blanket approach when it comes to the children. That none should feel important than the other. That you must always have those barriers in place that you are all of the same cloth. You might have came in different formats, but you are all of the same cloth. I am your parent 100% much as I'm the parent of the adopted child. And you need to embrace this adoption because had it not been of the adoption, we wouldn't be this beautiful Mary family that is diverse of different cultures. 
we wouldn't be a family that is consisting of so-and-so members. So we need to be kind and loving to all of us because without each one of us, there's no family. So a parent needs to have those barriers, needs to have those conversations, needs to be sure that everything that they are saying is the same and cannot be changed based on their mood at any place or at any form. And I, I you know, adoption as well as, 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 as it is so uh, sensitive. I, I always urge parents that if you had adopted on the basis that you thought that you never have a child or you were told that you won't have a child or you have tried for the longest time and then you opted for adoption and only after adoption you fell pregnant, be very sensitive to the child. As much as you are excited, the very same excitement that you are carrying, carry the, the sensitivity to the first child that you, that you adopted very highly because as much as they brought the excitement and they were your last hope that is indeed what they are and make sure that you carry that feeling throughout your life as it will carry them throughout their lives as well so that they feel as part of the family Mm, very important, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, point you're raising there. And it brings us back also to, you know, the core of our question today. What is the right age? You mentioned from two upwards, um, sh- you know, as soon as that. I mean, I've always been, and this is just my thinking that, you know, it should be, you know, maybe when they like eight, nine, ten. Is that too late? Is that leaving it too late if you introduce it back, you know, there? Eight, eight and nine, they are very exposed to a lot of things. And you also don't want a situation where somebody who is outside the family to break the news of adoption because then that will be the ultimate cause of a breakdown in the whole chain. So you don't want to, to come to a point where you find anybody introducing the news besides you. So as early as two, when they start learning, when they start talking, you, you, you develop it. It becomes part of them. But if they did not hear it from you and they hear it from strangers, chances are it will bring about many wounds and it will bring about many things that you yourself would need to deal with that on top of adoption on its own, you will want to adopt and be able to can say, how do I then deal with this behavior? Because all of a sudden they moved from this place to this place. How do I now become the third force that will try and stabilize this? How do I then try and get the trust again? Because at that point, the child would be looking at you and saying, maybe I'm just here because they feel sorry and I don't trust them because they did not have the guts to tell me. I had to hear it from somebody else. That is just how much I'm unwanted in this place. So you need to avoid a lot of things and take into consideration that at the age of 9 and 10, it is a stage where they are also trying to get into, they are running towards their teenage roots. So a lot of things could go wrong. Absolutely. So the longer you leave it, the more you open it up to such uh, incidences uh, happening. And and, and also then how 
you know, do we then take them through, you know, the transitional phase where they may be angry, where they may be insisting on meeting their real parents, or maybe they want to find their real family. And as much as they appreciate what you've done for them, but they suddenly have the strong longing inside of them to connect with their own biological family. Um, can we adoptions, as you said, I want to emphasize the sensitivity of it, that when people get into adoption, they need to understand what goes into adoption, what comes with adoption, because there's a lot of things, as you mentioned, what happens if they still want to know their family. Uh, this is something that you cannot stop uh, as a parent from happening. For as long as these parents are alive, and you know them, and they would be willing to meet and greet, then it needs to happen. You need to prepare yourself. But if it's parents that did not want to be known or want to be kept anonymous, then you need to respect it and be able to break it down to them that though you are not from this root 100%, though you were born biologically from certain parents, we don't know them. So if you mm. cannot have conversations with those parents, it is always important to always remain anonymous. Really get that anonymous stage. Don't say, I know them, but unfortunately they cannot meet you. It is okay if you say, I also don't know them. I haven't met them, but I know that you come from a loving family. That's what I was told when I got you. So you leave it at that and you don't open many, many more things. They will, of course, come back and ask you questions that you yourself don't have answers to. But every time you get asked a question, it is an opportunity for you to think about it before answering it. And then you can answer it, knowing that it makes perfect sense to their well-being and their emotions. Mm. Now, finally, uh, Mama Nisi, for parents who may be still skeptical, or maybe let me say parents, but would be parents who are still skeptical about adoption, uh, especially amongst us in the black community, we always say, no, I can't adopt when I can take Rahadi's child and live with them and raise them, or I'm raising my brother's children or my sister's children. That's adoption in itself. But, you know, in terms mm. of formally adopting and, and you know, uh, making a commitment to say, I'm going to parent this child how would you encourage uh, you know young couples or couples in general who, who who would love to adopt but are still feeling unsure there's nothing as beautiful as adopting i can tell you myself that if if, if time allows in my life i would like to, uh, to have an addition from adoption inclusive of of, of my daughter and whoever child I should have in the future. This is the most beautiful um, place where you would want to be in terms of giving other children that peace, that love, and that home, that comfort of knowing that I have parents. I am loved as well, and I, I wasn't just left at a home because many kids growing from that angle came up asking themselves, what, what was it about me that did not afford me to have a stable home? So embracing adoption in our black culture is very important. And as much as you are taking a child of Rahadi and Malome, it's very important to tell them as well from a very early age that you are not my child, I've adopted you. Even if you don't want to tell them that 
they are from Rahadi and Malome. Maybe you can tell them this at a later stage when they are now fully understanding. Because there's nothing as sad as growing up knowing that your mom is your mom only to find out that your mom is your grandmother or the other way around. It is very confusing and it is very frustrating and a lot of kids become very angry that they were not afforded an opportunity to know their roots and their truths from the beginning. So they look at themselves and they say, I'm actually alive. So it is very important as a black community to be open and learn and try and get rid of all the things that we have learned that don't make sense or that could be stigmatic to things as beautiful as adoption. This is the most beautiful form of being a parent as not all of us are meant to be biological parents or parents. So Mm. we need to embrace each and every way of becoming a parent and try and find the do's and the don'ts that fit in into the family as well into the lives of the children that we are carrying so that we understand the beauty and we live the beauty of it. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing with us such, you know, wisdom as you do every time you are with us. We really do appreciate it. Again, please share with us your contact points where our listeners can connect with you. Everybody can get me on our Facebook page, which is Makoti and Mama Zala Retreat. And I'm at Mama M on Twitter and it's Mama Matule on Facebook. And as always, my number is 082-633-8457 for those that would need our help extensively in their private spaces. And I would like to thank you for having me this morning on this particular sensitive topic. And, and to every woman and child and man that is going through this phase of adoption or family, um, may they see the light and receive the love and embrace that wish they are into. And I would like to say to them, they are, of course, contributing to making the world a better place. And they need the peace and the support from the community as well. If we can try and be sensitive as the community and understanding towards these families. Before I let you go, Mama Nisi, I have an SMS that's just dropped in for you. Um, A listener wants to know, can can you ask your guest, why is it difficult to adopt a white baby if you are a black person? Wow. And I'm no I'm putting you on the spot and I, I, I suppose this is the experience of this particular listener. Very true. You know, from what I know, adoption happens within race boundaries. So I'm not too sure why the, the listener is struggling to receive the child of their um um, um racial preference because what happens is when you adopt you just adopt and you are given a child that you either fell in love with when you go to a particular center or you are given a child that is available for adoption at that time and at times it does not necessarily mean that it's 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 a black child or a white child so i cannot say the 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 reason behind that is A B C D. Maybe maybe they they need to have a contact with us privately so that we can look into where did they go, how did they go about it, and what their process has been about. Or, or it could be a case that maybe the aunt at this particular time or at the time of their need they went 
make it of their prefer- preferred race at that particular space. I, I, I cannot um, concern anything to that, and I cannot say it is probably, probably because we cannot be given white um, kids to adopt as black people. I can't put that out there when I don't know the actual facts behind behind this process. Fair enough. Thank you so much for joining us. And to that particular listener, please do connect with Mamanisi on the contact points that she has just given out. Always a pleasure to have you with us. Enjoy the rest of your day.